Hello, welcome to the Opposite Effect Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Destin Diodato. I am one of your co-hosts, Dave Worth. How you doing? I feel, uh, feeling strong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's been like two weeks without fear of nuclear war. Or yeah, significant fear of nuclear war. That was war. one of the things I was like, huh, about. Like, with everything else that's happened, I feel like North Korea's just been like, get, get the missiles, get... We need the missiles. Get the yeah. missiles. They're not shut, up, shut up and get the missiles. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, because like if they if, if if they get to the point where they can hit DC, it's game over. Like they're nobody's invading that. Yeah. Um. So that's that's been fun. Nobody's talking about that. Uh. I kind of <laughs> miss it. <laughs> I, I kind of. You miss nuclear war talk. I, I, it, it was. It. It was uh, an enemy I could get behind, you know. It was like, ah, nuclear war. Well, that'll be terrible. I understand this. Th- this <laughs> is just, it's just dark, evil, and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All at the same time. There's so much dumb, and so many people are like, yay, it's dumb. And I'm yeah. like, but it's so, what the hell is wrong with you? This is the dumbest shit. Why? I mean, you think it's sort of like the metaphor for like the way war used to be and the way war is now? Like, we're equipped as a country for war with another country right. where there are tanks and planes and all that. Sure. And then everybody was like, oh, we don't, we don't do those types of yeah, wars no. anymore. We only do the types of war where everybody hides in an apartment building yeah. and then we shoot at you and you don't know which one of us is the bad guy. Um, that, like, that's what it feels like. Right. Like, you know... Like, oh, there, there's random shots coming from everywhere, yeah, and I can't tell what's <laughs> happening. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like I, I was told to march on Lexington, and I put on my, my, my shiny red suit, and I yep. grabbed my musket, and I got in line with everybody, and we started clomp, clomp, clomping along. And suddenly from behind, like, like, like in the woods and behind uh, stone walls, all these, like, rebels were, like, sh- pot-shotting me yeah. and, and my friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, you realize you're the British in that scenario. I'm fine with it. <laughs> okay, I, I read something recently, and I probably should have known this already. But they were saying that like Paul Revere, w- Paul Revere would not have said the British are coming because the people there. Yeah, they were British. Citizens. They were British, yeah, yeah. and so they, that wouldn't have he would made. Have said the Redcoats are coming, or the Normals. The nor. <laughs> the Normals. Yeah. <laughs> what is he, an underdweller? <laughs> That, that's what they would have said. The normies are coming <laughs> quickly, fellow mutants. <laughs> that's what they would have said. Into the them. non-existent <laughs> sewers. <laughs> well, I mean, take it up with Paul Revere. I, I will. Who next probably I, was not the guy who did that. Yeah, anyway, let's get into crazy Trump tweets because we've already. Let's get into it. All right. So crazy Trump tweets again, as always, with the caveat that I'm sure we're going to miss your favorite because he's a lunatic. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are hundreds. Of awful ones every week. Uh, but this week, our top three craziest Trump tweets in no particular order. Number three, workers of firm involved with the discredited and fake dossier take the fifth. Who paid for it? Russia, the FBI, or the Dems? Parentheses. Or all? Uh, now, now, this was from last week. Now we, Now we believe we know... That the Democrats, uh, that Hillary's lawyer paid for part of it. Yes. After 
The Republicans yeah, Republican, paid for part of it. Republican Oppo Research uh, paid Fusion GPS, and then when it became clear that Donald Trump was going to be the president, or, or not the president, but the candidate, the candidate uh, win the primary, they were like, ooh, we got to stop Oppo researching this guy and start... Right. And then the Oppo the researching him, I guess. And the Dems were like, "All right, well, you're like eighty percent of the way there." So, right. uh, and I think Steele himself, the writer of the Steele dossier, uh, was technically therefore a Democratic operative. Yeah. Um, I'd point out that the truth is nonpartisan, and what? a great deal of Steele's dossier has been corroborated by various arms of the Justice Department and the press, but, uh, you know, it, it's, um, it's, in, it's, uh, the question is, like, when he's saying Russia, the FBI, and the Dems all paid for this, potentially, yeah. is he saying they worked together? Right, that's what they all, or all. He, he's saying that that the FBI mm-hmm. called up Russia right. and said, hey, we hate this guy. Right. Put together something, because, I, I mean, I know we're the FBI, right. and we would normally do this. Right, sure. And we have all of the resources necessary to do this. Right. Um, and we've been investigating this guy for years. Yeah. Uh, and we know that you are our enemy, but uh, why don't we work together right. with the Democrats uh, Against this one guy. Right. It's like when uh, the Decepticons and the Autobots face, like, some sort of planet-eating monster and are like, I guess we got to work together this one time that happens every three episodes. I, I think your analogy is wrong, though. I think it's closer to... It's the, Dem- it's the uh, Autobots and the Decepticons um, got to a toll on the highway... <laughs> Uh-huh. And then worked together to pay the toll. Okay. Like like it it was so mean it's such a meaningless thing for them to work together on. Sure. It all I mean, in your metaphor, however, it implies that they are driving in a car together, although they are robot cars. Yes. Well, yeah, well, in this scenario, Optimus Prime is in truck form. Okay. Uh, and then some of the Decepticons are in his trailer. Oh, I got you. I got you. You know, because uh, they're tired. They're t- yeah, sure, sure. You know, uh, they haven't had their energy on today. Right. So, yeah. uh, so they had to work together. They were <sighs> going somewhere. I can't remember a fucking phone number, but I just pulled Energon out. Yeah, Energon cubes. That is yeah. deep in there. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, so the sitting president. Of the United States yeah. accused the FBI of working with Russia and the Democrats to oppose him. That is tinfoil hat crazy shit. Alternatively, or yeah, okay, the FBI, the Democrats, and the Russians all had a reason to hate this guy that much. That that's true. <laughs> Which yeah. I buy. I uh, buy it. And, and except that the Russians obviously <laughs> wanted him to be president. Yeah, and we've all ignored it. Yeah, like the media as a whole. Ignored it. I haven't heard anybody talk about it. Um, no other sitting president has ever accused the FBI of working like with the Russians against. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anywho. Let's move on. Let's move along. 
The meeting with Republican senators yesterday outside of Flake and Corker was a love fest with standing ovations and great ideas for USA. Um, I am picturing just full on making out. I'm picturing that like there were there were so many hand jobs, some, some so many hand jobs. Flabby old white guy, just sl- like a bunch of flabby old white guy, just sliding around, right? Yeah, just, yeah. Just, they they walk into the like one of the west rooms uh, and and it's just uh uh the black curtains come down mm-hmm. and his eyes wide shut up in there except they're all fucking like each other and not yeah. models yeah and Tom Cruise is is still there but like <laughs> yeah no of course equally <laughs> horrified by the entire yeah it's not thing. an eyes wide shut party no if, if Tom Cruise isn't there <laughs> there ain't a- no party like an eyes wide shut party because an eyes wide shut party's got Tom Cruise. That is the saying. <laughs> that is the saying. Uh, oh, God. Uh, I'm picturing it. It's the worst. Don't picture it. Yeah, um, just mountains of old yeah, flab. I, I haven't, I've never actually Googled this, so you, you shouldn't either. Um, but I, I'm assuming if you just Google Lemon Party, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it was. That's probably so, it, yeah. So basically, there was a Lemon Party. Yeah. Don't Google that, but also Google it. Yeah, um, don't do that to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, also, it was a love fest with standing ovations. Like, he couldn't come up yeah. with anything else to indicate its love festiveness, except that, that they clapped for him and happened to be standing yeah. up when they did so. I feel like when the president of the United States enters the room and everybody in there is a senator from his party, they generally clap. Right. They borderline legally, like, have to. Yeah. You know? Um, and just, you know... Um, Mr. Trump, I know you're listening sure. because you're petty and weird. Um, uh, act like you've been there, dude. If you get a standing ovation, yeah. don't talk about it. Yeah, no, like, no. yeah. Trump is like the guy who like is always spiking the football on like the three yard line. Yeah, you know. If if you're if you go to a concert and a band gets like called out for an encore, yeah, they shouldn't talk about how they got called out for no. an encore. Just be cool. It, Donald Trump. He doesn't even he doesn't even get to the end zone. He's the guy who gets like a lateral, gets two yards. It's second and eight, and he's like, "Did you see me get those two yards? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, no one's ever gotten two yards before." He's like thrusting around and like prancing <laughs> up and down the field. And eventually, a sniper takes him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of number three, you, you just definitely tinfoiled hat some shit right there. Uh, Crazy Trump tweet number three. Subject to the receipt of further information, I will be allowing, as president, the long-blocked and classified JFK files to be opened. When did he schedule that? It seems weird, like... But it's just happening on like a random Thursday. I think th- I think there's a there was a, like a window of time that they had to be closed, and then like they keep coming up for renewal, but nobody ever makes a thing of it because the intelligence community keeps being like, "We keep those quiet for a while," and the president keeps being like, "Yeah, sure, I don't give a fuck. I uh, can read these whenever I want." Yeah. Oh, Ted Cruz was involved. That makes sense. I, I think you're actually wrong about that. Ooh. Uh, I think 25 years ago. Specifically, okay, they made a law uh-huh. that said that uh, 25 years from that date, oh okay, 
which is tomorrow. So you asked a question you knew the answer to. I did. I was feeding you. Uh, I was trying to I was trying to I thought I, you I thought I you would know. know. The, I don't know the fucking answer to these questions. Okay, yeah, I fed I you. I show up uninformed and just yell my way through. Right. This. I was teeing you up and you fucked it up. I thank you for teeing me up. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry I'm sorry I hit it into a sand trap. Yeah, That's okay. Yeah. Golf? Yeah. I know golf. Uh 25 years ago they came up with a rule that said um that on the 25th anniversary of that law um, that all of these documents would be released uh, with very minor exceptions that uh, if there were specific reasons why national security was being affected now, uh, then they could block elements of the files. But they had gotcha. to have an explanation as to why those specific elements were, uh, were being blocked because there are, in some cases, still sort of like, hey, this is how we do these types of things. Like, right, right. Um, so, uh, so they probably won't be released on mass, sure. uh, in that kind of way, but yes, for him to say, I am allowing these things that have long been blocked is a lie. Um, he's pretty much legally required to do it or, he's to, just, or to block it yeah, or to find a justification block, which I'm sure they could 25 years ago when these were blocked the first time around, it was like, you know, justification and like, they were like, okay, well, we'll just do it. You know, yeah. like he could, he, th- this is one of those things that they're pretty good at everybody being like, everybody be cool. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Um, but, uh, but I think 25 years ago, they were like, look, in 25 years, everyone will be dead. Yeah. And then like. Medicine got better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, pretty much everyone is dead. Yeah. Ted Cruz's father is dead, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, he's definitely the Zodiac killer. Um. So yeah, so so it is going to be released. He had done nothing other right. than, like, his whole job in this was not doing anything. I mean, I'm looking forward to the release in part because I think he's going to live tweet it. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some crazy crap in there. Yeah, probably. You know, there's, there's definitely a reason the government didn't want it to come out. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Yeah, tomorrow should be a good time. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, cool. A good time. Uh, is, I, that our, is that our last? Or that was our time? third. Okay. So moving on to this week in smoke. Yeah. Uh, it was a weird smoky week. It was. It was. There was some smoke, um, but not, you know, again, we're in, the, we're in a phase now where it's hard to have fun mm-hmm. because the smoke is always fun. Uh, but now, uh, you know, Bob Mueller is too professional. Yeah. Stop it, asshole. Come on. He, he doesn't leak. He may or may ha- not have anything. We don't know. We won't know until he's like, I'm ready to tell you. And then maybe we won't know because he might be like, I don't have anything to tell you. Bye. Yeah. I'm Bob Mueller. I'm tall. <laughs> um, a, but you know who is communicating with us? He, he, Jim Comey. Yes. Big, big Jim. Uh, first, See, uh, that was me teeing you up, and I knew you knew the answer yeah, to that no, one. That, so. thank, thank you. I hit it into the water trap? Nope. All nope. I know is there are traps. You That's hit, all you, that golf has. You hit it out of the green. Is it a green trap? No, just green. There's there's fairway, Fair. which is the middle part. Fairway trap. Nope. Okay. Fairway trap. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Jim Comey's been tweeting as Reinhold Nieder. Um, uh, he changed his uh, his at from Project Exile to um, former Boo. Uh, Former mm-hmm. bureau, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and has now confirmed that, uh, as it was assumed, that is actually his uh, Twitter handle. Yeah, he's got about five or six tweets. Yeah, since kind of uh, starting to come out, he tweeted from uh, 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 the banks of the Hudson, looking down um, near West Point, saying it was a good place to uh, ponder. Uh, uh, patriotism, I think, or something like that, mm-hmm. which is, it, it was weird for a number of reasons. Among them, that's where Benedict Arnold <laughs> mm-hmm. did his thing. So that was interesting. Um, then he went to uh, Gettysburg and yeah. tweeted a picture of round of, of Little Round Top and said, uh, good place to uh, ponder uh, uh, p- uh, patriotism? Uh, or yeah. leadership, leadership. That was it. Yeah. And we gotta get, We got to get your... Uh your uh, your guard back up because uh, every time you say ponder, yeah, it uh, ponder. Pop, I pop yeah. the ponder. Yeah, ponder and peas. Um, so that happened, and then he gave another couple pictures. I think he was just standing in a cornfield in one, and then yeah. looking at a road on another, and it was like yeah. The the, the mysterious one for me is there was one of them that's uh, a bunch of birds. Yeah. Uh, flying in a V formation, yeah. which is obviously an allusion to the Mighty Ducks. Right. So somehow in this whole Russian thing, uh, presumably the Mighty Ducks are involved. Well, I'm pr- I don't recall the films having never seen them. Yeah. Uh, but I believe that in one of the Mighty Ducks, they sort of do um, the, flying the, v. the miracle on the ice. Yeah, the, the, the uh, where, stra- they beat, where they beat the Russians in yes. the Olympics, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that is the right movie, correct. Yeah. Technically, also, there are no, officially aren't any more Mighty Ducks. It's just the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, well. So, that's I think, I believe it. I believe that's right. Uh, the, anyway. Uh, yeah, so Comey's tweeting, you know, there's not a lot to say about that, except tweet something more interesting. Stuff that doesn't look like David Lynch took pictures of it my my theory is that all of this is going to make a ton of sense eventually <laughs> my theory is that this is going to make less and less sense i know as, the, as as chaos spirals outwards i am optimistic that one day we will look back on these and be like the answer was there the whole time i think that eventually like when color stops being right mm-hmm. and like um uh uh, lines no longer recede as they go towards uh, the horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll all be standing around trying to make our hands work, but they won't because uh, Euclidean geometry and physics has broken down. And we'll try to say to each other, remember when things almost made sense, but we won't be able to actually form words. Okay. That, uh, and then we'll die. Yeah, all right. That I, I'm being more optimistic, I guess. Slightly, slightly. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's a that's a loose weekend smoke because I think there's smoke there, yeah. and you think there's chaos. Uh, I mean, smoke can't smoke usually has some degree of chaos. Has some degree of chaos in it. Yeah. Um, uh, Paul Manafort is in the news uh, because he gave money to charity. No, because he's under investigation by the Manhattan uh, District Attorney. Um, uh, for uh, money laundering, which a different money laundering. <laughs> I mean, it's, how much money do you need to launder? Yeah. Um, at a certain point, aren't you like, I got enough money, yeah. and laundering it is a crime. So I'm just gonna throw this money away because I got enough and I've laundered it. Yeah. Why keep committing the crime? Uh. <laughs> 
Stop that, laundering the money. You've got all the money you need. You, it's, it's the high of it. They, pay, they put so much money through Paul Manafort. Yeah, he's point. good at it. No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> he's clearly not. I'm, I'm a notorious money launderer. Yeah. I'm Paul Manafort, notorious money launderer and guy who works for like the most evil people in the world. Here's how good I am at it. I go and work for the person with who's going to have the most cameras in the world pointed at him. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> Maybe because he had to. Um, the, so, the funny thing with this, too, is um, this was the thing this week where they're like, ha, the Democrats, they're the Russia all the time because uh, Podesta's brother, who's a lobbyist, uh-huh. actually worked with Manafort on something involving Ukraine. And they're like, will do anything. Right. Um, and John Podesta will do anything. Uh, and they're like, look how shady this guy is. He's working with Paul Manafort, of all people. <laughs> and on top of that, he violated the, uh, the foreign register. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of shady motherfucker would work with Paul Manafort? And violate Farah. <laughs> yeah. Who would do that? And it's like, Did, are you... How, but oh yeah no I mean these if they didn't hate Jews so much I'd say they had a lot of chutzpah mm-hmm. but you know but they do um, the other thing about this particular uh, investigation if it, is if it bears fruit and they go to trial Paul Manafort's going to really want to cut a deal mm-hmm. because Paul Manafort won't do well in jail mm-hmm. uh, and it's not pardonable. I wonder if Mueller knows about that. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. I mean, Mueller is, did take over the investigation into Manafort. Yeah. yeah. And these are new charges. Yeah. Well, it's Presumably, also, and he's working with the New York Attorney General. Yeah. It's also the type of thing that when this attorney. type of thing comes out, yeah. you're sort of like, oh, somebody definitely wants the somebody to know this oh yeah this is being communicated to somebody in the press there's an audience of one on this i don't know exactly who the one is but i would i would wager it's manafort mm-hmm. or his lawyer who, who leaked this so that's fun um hey you know what else is fun the ceo of cambridge analytica um who uh famously worked with wonder boy jared kushner Right. To win the election. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, 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 the people who ran Trump's uh, analytics team yeah. and his data team. Instrumental. Instrumental. Yeah, he, uh, he reached out to Julian Assange during the campaign. For brunch? No. <laughs> no. Uh, concerning Did the they matter, go to high school together? No, no. Concerning the matter of 33,000 missing emails that Hillary Clinton... Had deleted apparently. Why did, did did he didn't say he had them? Oh, okay, he just wanted them. It was not. It's not clear. Yeah, <laughs> it's not so much that anything came of this. It's more that the guy was definitely willing to work with a known Russian agent. Yeah, that, I mean, th- this is the thing that scares me. <laughs> I was thinking about it earlier today when I saw the story, and I was like, I want to believe that Trump and his team colluded with the Russians. But the reality might be is that, or is that Trump and his team tried super hard to collude with, with the, the Russians. Russians, and they were like, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, you know, like, again, the term of art is useful idiot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 
the Russians looking at these guys are going to be like, what a bunch of drips. Yeah. But there is the opportunity, right? You don't, you don't actually use them. You don't feed them good intel or, or work them in any way. You just have a bunch of meetings with them that tar them. Right. And then you could ask them, get them and to do whatever you want. Do whatever they want. Like uh, not pay sanctions. Right. Which um, one of the, like, the literally most successful bipartisan piece of legislation that has come out of this Congress mm -hmm. since it started was one law. Uh, and it was uh, imposing sanctions on Russia. Everybody right. was on board except for like three people. Dana Robichaud for some reason, not on board. What? Weird. Yeah. Um, and the only problem with it, because Trump couldn't block it, he couldn't override it, he couldn't do any of those things. The only problem was <laughs> that Trump had to actually impose the sanctions. Right. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not going to do that. Uh, yeah. And people were like, oh, why? And then he like yelled something else about another thing. Yeah. Something make America great again. Yeah. I'm never going to do it. Deal with it. Yeah. Um, again, seems suspicious. Yeah, it seems a little weird. It seems a little, a little weirdy woo. Yeah. Uh, and nobody's really talking about it. Like, the legislature passed a law. Mm -hmm. It requires executive action. Mm -hmm. The executive is therefore compelled to do it. Mm -hmm. He's not. Right. I mean, McCain said something about it, and a couple of other people have said, like, hey, what's up with that? Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, I suppose they could sue him. Yeah. In the Supreme Court or in, in, in any court. Yeah. Um. Uh, and we didn't talk about this last week, but uh, they asked Sessions in uh, uh, in congressional testimony, like, "Hey, do you think we're doing enough to combat the you know the whole Russian interference thing?" And he was basically like, "No, nah, we're not. We're not." Yeah. <laughs> and people were like, "Well, could you?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Ah, we're, we're good." Like, yeah. um. So again, maybe there's nothing there, but if there's nothing there. We're really bad at everything we do. Yeah. Uh, any other smoke? I'm assuming that's, our, that's the end of our that's smoke. That's the end of our smoke. Cool. Raising the question, however, what is patriotism? He I said, don't know. Segwaying. Yes. Uh, uh, many have argued uh, it's defending our country. Uh, standing behind those that defend our country. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, our, our soldiers... We care about them deeply. Sure. Uh, and sometimes they pay the highest price. Sometimes in war, people die and yeah. families are left. Uh, and that's one of the most tragic things ever. Right. Um, and sometimes those widows are dirty liars <laughs> who just lie all the time, apparently. Yep. And the, the Congress people in the car with them, when yeah. they craft their terrible lies, yeah. are also dirty lies, liars. Um, so uh, basically, we talked about this last week, but uh, Trump. I mean, he's says, kept it in the news. He yeah. he's kept like all Trump had to do at any point in this, at any point in this, he could have said, "Look, I, I." think that this being in the news as much as it is is probably very distressing mm -hmm. to uh, David Johnson's 
family. I can only imagine what they're going through. So I'd really like for this to exit the news. And in order to do so, I'm simply going to say I'm sorry if at any point anything I said caused uh, the widow of LaDavid Johnson any um, distress. It was certainly not my intention to do so. I would love an opportunity to speak with her again if she wants to and express my condolences. And if there's anything at all that I can do for her or that the American government can do for her, I hope she'll let me know. That's all he has to do. Right. Anyone who's not a psychopath knows that. Yeah. Like, anyone. I I mean, I'm giving that to you for free, bro. Like, just take it and run with it. But instead, like, he has had his fucking chief of staff out front on this. He's had his fucking... Uh, he's had Sarah Huckabee Sanders lurch her way through it. He's he keeps saying the widow is wrong. He's he's impugned the congressperson uh, Wilson, who 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 spoke about this. Who, by the way, not just speaking in her capacity as a congressperson, speaking in her capacity as a family friend and mentor to this dead kid. Yeah, because I mean. That's the like, that's the thing that people are, can like nobody really picks up on is that like why was the congresswoman in the car with her at the time? It wasn't just because like everybody travels with their congresswoman. No, I mean you I know? think I think fairly often like the local congressperson will go and meet with a family if they are are picking up um, a dead service member, mm-hmm. but they're as well. The uh, she made the time because she knew the family, right? And you know, like lost in all this, and the the incredibly like cripplingly sad thing, like the dis the, just the disgusting display of like this poor pregnant woman having to go on Good Morning America to be like the president's lying. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. He's a piece of shit, you yeah. know? Like, this poor woman who is going to be raising three children without her husband. Like, your heart just... If you're, if you're anybody but Donald Trump or apparently the people who work for him, your heart fucking breaks. Right, and, and you know what? Maybe you could just make the argument he's an asshole, you know? Maybe you could just make the argument that he doesn't give a fuck about the troops. Sure. You know, um, that he puts them in harm's way, but at the end of the day, he doesn't give a fuck about whether they live or die, which is an awful, awful thing, and we would never want somebody who's president to feel that way, but let's just make the argument that he does. Um, Then that makes the whole NFL thing really stand out, because so much of it is about supporting our troops and supporting our troops. That's the most important thing. He tweeted about it like two days ago, or maybe even today. I don't remember. I can't tell, because it's Trump tweet time. Um... To say that, like, oh, people still kneeled, um, right. you know, uh, you know, like, if you really care about our troops, then don't insult the widow to say that, like, oh, I have a really good memory. She must be mistaken. Right. Well, it's also like, I, I don't personally um, think that if you put on a uniform, um, that's in that that inherently um, imbues you with a higher degree of value than anybody else. Mm. Um, you know, like your value isn't simply 
your job. And I, I appreciate the sacrifice of our troops. Often, um, uh, I think the military is incredibly misused. Um, my parents both served. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a good amount of service history in my family. I did not, and I'm privileged to not have to make that choice. Um, But be, whether or not you're like, ah, uh, the troops, and then you conflate it with the patriotism, mm-hmm. and then you come to the conclusion that kneeling for the flag, kneeling before the flag is somehow about the troops, whether, whether or not you're like gung-ho the troops, it's a, it's a pregnant woman who lost her fucking husband. Right. It doesn't matter that he was a soldier in this scenario. Yeah. Like, just be cool. Just be a nice person. Just be, just be a person. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else to say. Um, and also, like, in addition to just that, that one, don't lie about the fact that, like, you called, all, you called everyone because you didn't. You didn't. Uh, and you know how? Because, you know how we know that? Because people called all those people and said, yeah. hey, did he call you? No. Okay, did you get a letter? No. And then the then, then like apparently like he started rush shipping them. Right. Which like, is like, just like I mean it's like it's literally a grotesque dressing of yourself in their pain. Mm. You know? Like part of the thing about like my um uh, discomfort with like the conflation of the troops with the patriotism and the conflation of the sacrifice with the patriotic is um, it, uh, it, it creates a space that allows uh, a lot of misdeed because mm. like, if you claim that space, if you say like, uh, well, if you question this, you're questioning the troops and then the shortcut in your brain goes, oh, I can't be unpatriotic because the troops, because the flag, I can't kneel. Yeah. Um, if you claim that space, then you th- get a lot harder to question, right? Mm-hmm. And and that is literally what he's doing here. He's claiming that space by taking the pain of these families and saying like and and, and clothing himself in it. Except he's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So when he whatever clothes he put on, he puts on look terrible on him. Mm-hmm. And and they tried to throw out uh, John Kelly um, because they figured, like, to your point, like, he could go even that step further because right. it's like, look, I am a Gold Star father. I'm a four-star general. Right. I've lost somebody. Sure. Come at me, bro. Um, and people are like, okay, we will because you're lying. Right. Like, it's one thing to step up and be like, listen, I understand the sacrifice and yeah. I, I know this pain and... um. Therefore, I'm going to honor this family. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to say, I know their sacrifice and their pain, so I'm going to lie about a congresswoman, impugn the family, and then, like, again, reclothe myself, literally mention that the dead in, in Arlington Cemetery are the finest men and women you'll ever know, you'll mm-hmm. ever be around. Like, again, clothe myself in their blood, like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and he, of all people, should know that, because um, he made the argument that, look, I was there in the room when it was happening, you know, and it was shady that 
we didn't know that the congresswoman was on the phone, which it should be irrelevant. Yeah. Um, and she didn't know that you were on the phone. But we'll ignore that, too. Um, but he, of all people, should know that, like, because he said, um, I listened in on the conversation. I thought it was respectful. I thought it was appropriate. Um, okay. And, and he should know that, like, it doesn't matter what you thought. No, it doesn't. And that's the whole thing. Like, if at any point she was offended, she was offended. That's it. She has the right to her offense. Mm-hmm. She is in incredible pain. Honor that. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. That's being a person, not a troop. Yeah. So, yeah. So that... Uh, John Kelly sucks. Yeah, we we were trying to make the argument that uh, John Kelly may be sort of keeping things a little bit together, but I think it was less than 24 hours since we recorded last week that uh, that you sort of just texted me and were like, well, I guess that narrative's dead. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, and this goes to, like, sort of my discomfort with narratives generally. Like, uh, John Kelly's... If, if you choose to work in this administration, maybe you're making that argument in your head, but John Kelly and everybody else are implicated here. And it's just like, it's a disgusting administration to work for. And I don't really care if John Kelly has stopped World War III because all he would have to do is step out and say, I, here are the events of, or surrounding me stopping World War III. Yeah. You know, like, At any point, you can call a press conference, yeah. say how fucked everything is, yeah. and like hopefully we'll respond. I guess people are f- afraid that we won't. John, but John Kelly's on board for this shit. All right, let's move on. Let's move I mean, on. I think he knows that it's crazy, but yeah. he may be on board with it. Um, just by virtue of the time to, number of times that he just puts his head in his hands, but maybe it's an all neck. Uh, you want to move on to Puerto Rico? Sure. I mean, well, again, what is patriotism, right? Yeah. And uh, many would argue it's helping those in need. Yes. Um, because, I mean, like, we care about our fellow Americans. We care about other people in this country. And when, when people are hurting, we step up. That's what we do. That's what makes us great. Again. Uh, and, and I guess technically, right now, we're doing a 10 out of 10 job well, to take care of Americans. Trump. Yeah. yeah. 85% of Puerto Rico is currently without power. Mm-hmm. Something like 50% of the island does not have potable water. Mm-hmm. It has been well over a month, so the people who are surviving not having potable water are drinking non-potable water. Right. Uh, some some legitimately have been going to Superfund sites. And drinking from those, yes. Yeah, because like, well, my other option is die, so I'm going to go with this. And, uh, like, just... This just yesterday, this crazy story came out about um, the company that's been awarded three hundred million dollars to restore Puerto Rico's uh, electrical grid infrastructure. That's Whitefish. That is Whitefish out of Whitefish, Montana. Mm-hmm. Whitefish, Montana is a small town. Yes, it has uh, not. A lot of big industry. I believe the uh, the number of people who are full time employees of that company is not radically dissimilar to the number of people who are full time employees of this podcast. Uh yeah. Speaking of, I haven't been paid <laughs> since we started. I don't know if that's a that's a thing we can talk about on the air. Uh, no, we cannot. Okay, great. So anyway, Whitefish 
is, yes, run by two full-time employees. It's given $300 million to restore the, this infrastructure, despite the fact that's that... A, that's a good deal for those guys. Uh, sure. This, they must have a tr- great track record. Oh, they have no track record. They have never worked a large infrastructure project. And more, moreover, like, the, Whitefish, Whitefish is only entre to the business world or the world of of, the, of this, at any rate, seems to be that Ryan Zinke, the, the Secretary of the Interior, happens to know the CEO. Mm-hmm. Because he lives in In Whitefish, Whitefish yes. Um, I'd also add that uh, Whitefish's uh, social media presence mm. seems to be run by a complete fucking bag of cocks. <laughs> as... Uh, it, as uh, uh, evidenced by um, Carmen Yellen, Yellen Cruz, who I apologize if I butchered her name, is um, uh, the mayor mm-hmm. of uh, 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 ta- uh, San Juan, I think. And uh, she t- she tweeted, "If at Whitefish Energy feels that asking for transparency is misplaced, what are they afraid we'll find?" Um, and uh, Whitefish responded. We've got 44 linemen rebuilding power lines in your city and 40 more men just arrived. Do you want us to send them back or keep working? (laughs) (laughs) I had not heard that before. Which, A, go fuck yourselves. Mm -hmm. And B, that's not that many. (laughs) No. To restore power? 20,000 people went to Florida. Yeah. Um, Oh, and speaking of Florida... We also have reciprocal agreements, mm-hmm. like our uh, our various um, utility companies have reciprocal agreements where they can ask other utility companies to help out in these situations. And Puerto Rico's were never activated. Mm-hmm. Is that Puerto Rico's failing? I, or? I don't know. Okay. But... Whitefish is on the scene now. Yeah. And I would assume that Whitefish would have something to say about that. Yeah, you think they would appreciate some help? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, we talked about both of those things, um, partially because we've talked about them already. And there are opportunities for America to step up, you know, uh, for us to take care of, of people who have lost somebody, for us to take care of people who are hurting right now. Because that's the thing about what's going on in Puerto Rico right now is it's not over by any stretch of the imagination. There are still people who are dying right now from drinking bad water, uh, who are not being helped. There are people who are still getting sick. There are still people who may never recover economically because they've basically like lost everything. Uh, they can't work. A lot of people have just left the country altogether, uh, lost everything that they that they own. Um, and this is the time where we as Americans are supposed to step up. And um, I'm just so sick of people who are calling themselves patriotic and caring about... I, if you want to make the America first argument, go ahead. <laughs> Take care of these goddamn Americans. Yeah. Like and if you're gonna make the American for the America first argument, obviously, was never about 
brown Americans. No. And that's been the thing that these events have really driven home. You know, mm-hmm. Puerto Rico, a lot of brown Americans there. La David Johnson, La David Johnson's widow, Congressman, Congress, Congresswoman Wilson. Yeah. They're not white. Um, and look, it's not going to be, the Puerto Rico thing is not going to be easy. No. We, we, I mean, we knew that Puerto Rico wasn't in great shape beforehand. Trump is right about that. Um, it was like this type of destruction was not going to be something easily fixed. You, right. you can't, even if you throw tonnage at it, if you throw that many people at it, it's still going to be a hard road. That being said, uh, you know, uh, I forget the, like, um, forget where this came from, whether it was a TV show or whatever, but like any military mission, no matter how successful, if somebody doesn't come back is a failure. Okay. Uh, and I feel like to say that any recovery effort is a 10 out of 10 when people are actively dying yeah, is a slap in the face of those people. It's a th- I mean, it's an island of 3 million American citizens. You're, it's basically being abandoned to two douche holes in fucking <laughs> Montana with a fucking Twitter presence. Yeah. Um, so don't come at me and say it's a 10 out of 10 when there are people who can't drink water. Right. When, well, I mean, there was literally a picture of people performing an operation with cell phone, phone light. I saw that. Yeah. That's not a 10 out of 10. That's, no. That's, and that's in America. Whether or not, like, Puerto Rico had a debt crisis, and they did, um, there, it's America. Yeah. To Puerto Rico's crisis is America's crisis. It'd be like saying Florida has a debt crisis. All right, well, Florida's part of the country. We deal with it. We deal with it. We all get together on this. Uh, bail, bailed out the auto industry, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, well, anywho. To the tune of a lot more billions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, that brings us uh, this week to our opposite effect. Um, Which in, in a lot of ways, everything else that we've talked about is unicorns and rainbows <laughs> compared to... Yeah. Um, so in Myanmar, the former Burma... Uh, the, the, there's a group called the Rohingya, and I don't, there's been a couple months of news bubbling about what's going on, but quite frankly, there's this fucking orange tornado of news that just knocks everything out, including the fact that there's pretty clear evidence that um, the government of Myanmar, or at least the military of Myanmar, is committing an ethnic cleansing against the Rohingya, um, who are an ethnic minority and primarily Muslim and despised by um, the uh, Buddhist majority. Mm. And um, you can, I mean, I leave it to you to Google that you can read some incredibly distressing uh, reporting on this. Again, there hasn't been a lot of penetration into the American consciousness that I've seen because of a number of reasons, I'm sure. But it's something we should be concerned with whenever something like this happens. It's something that we should be trying to help out with. And I don't think Trump's spoken about it. I don't think much is being done into, you know... um, I don't want to say not much is being done at a government level because I'm sure 
within the bureaucracy of the government, there's a great deal of concern, and there's mm. um, uh, within the State Department, I know people who actually, uh, at least one person who actually is working on this, but the fact of the matter is, is that it the president sets the tone, and I don't think he's t- been talking about it, and certainly his tone has been to blow up the news with weeks of fighting with Gold Star families and weeks of being like, you know, there's good people on both sides of the Nazi debate. Listen, the point is to say... Uh, that's similar to saying there's good people on both sides of the ethnic, ethnic cleansing debate. <laughs> right, exactly. There isn't. There aren't. The point is to say um, the Rohingya people are people and they need help. And um, Amnesty International has set up a page just um, for this pr- uh, purpose. You can go to uh, amnesty.com, amnesty.org uh, slash Myanmar, M-Y-A-N-M-A-R, or if you can't find it that way, just go to amnesty.org and search for, uh, search for it. Or, or go to our page. And, or go and, to our and, page. And we, will, we will hotlink it there. Um, but please give if you can, because it's 2017 and we should stop hating full groups of ethnic minorities just because they're ethnic minorities. Come on. Right. Uh, I, I mean, and this, this falls in a similar way um, to when you think about like Holocaust type things of how did we as an, how did we as human beings living during that time allow something like this to happen? It's not yeah. like it, it, it it's not something that should ever be allowed, whether you're America first or whatever you, you want. Like, look, there's always going to be something awful going on in the world, but this is at a at a level that's um, beyond what... I mean, all, we should never see any of it, but you know what I mean. Like, it's, uh, it's at a whole other plane. I don't know. I, I can't find the right words because it's it's awful. Yeah, it's just beyond awful. Um, so, yeah, uh, please join us in supporting Amnesty this week and um, take care of yourselves is the other thing. Yeah, um, we're going to be off next week, uh, which means something horrendous is going to happen, as is often the case when we take a week off. Yeah, so uh, don't don't look at it. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait for wait for us, and we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back in a couple of weeks. All right. Well, uh, with that note, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, guys. Bye. Bye.